Hey everybody, welcome to Nation. My name is Jersey, and you are here. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. If you are new, thanks for checking us out. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you go back and watch previous episodes. I hope you learn at least one thing in all of these episodes. It'd uh, be pretty cool if you did. <laughs> if you're returning, uh, viewer or listener, thank you even more because it's because of you that we can do this show. And I uh, love, love, love getting messages, comments, postings, anything from you guys and gals out there. So keep that up. Uh, first and foremost, I am a sales rep for Window Cleaning Resource. So if there is anything that I can do for you sales-wise or if you have questions or anything, feel free to hit me up. My number is 862-312-2026. Shoot me a text. Uh, call me. My email, josh at windowcleaningresource.com. Shoot me a message there. Whatever you want. I'm also on Facebook. Hit me up on Messenger. But I'm here to help. Um this is going to be available via podcast, so it'll be on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. It's also going to be available via YouTube, so however you're watching this, awesome. What's up? Make sure, if you like it, give it a thumbs up, but most importantly, make sure to subscribe to the Window Cleaning Resource channel here, YouTube, or uh, even better, comment anywhere. Comment. Say what's up. Say you liked it. Say you hated it. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me... I look awful. You don't like my haircut. I don't care. But make sure you're commenting because it's super appreciated and it's a good back and forth. And uh, yeah, let's get to some shout outs. Shout outs to these people, uh, the people who posted. Good, good customers, just cool people in general. But uh, first and foremost, I want to say what's up to Louis uh, Guevara. What is up? Uh, Omar uh, Regoza. I'm going to butcher some of these names. I knew it. What is up? Hey, thanks for watching the show, by the way. Uh, Christian Grace. What is going on? And I want to give another shout out to Trad Man and Trad Girl. Also want to um, say if you had a chance to watch the motivation video that was put out by Luke with all of us. That is uh, pretty awesome. It turned out great. Um, it's a good video. Watch it, like it, pass it along, share it, share this video, share all the stuff, get the messages out there for what we're doing. And we really do appreciate it for sure. And that's pretty much the, uh, the intro to a video called you suck. You suck. I know, right? Who's telling me I suck, right? You can't say that. You don't know me don't but I know people in general and I know myself and I know that I suck at some things and I know that you suck at some things if you're amazing at everything please do let me know because I would love to meet you um, it doesn't exist in my opinion and, and if you uh, if you say you're good at everything then you're great at lying <laughs> right um, you can't be good at everything you just can't and especially when you're a business owner we wear so many hats we have so many things that are on our plate on our shoulders that we need to do if you break business down 
any other business that you go to, larger business, right? Few hundred employees. What happens is you have somebody who does HR. You have somebody who does marketing. You have maybe a division that does just the branding, right? Product development, manufacturing side of things. You even have janitorial people that are cleaning the place, right? But when you are a small business owner, and I'm talking small to a degree, even with employees, right? You can't hire people for everything. You don't want to. But you have to hire for some things. When you get to that point, if you're doing it yourself and you're making it all work and you still have your hair because you haven't lost it yet by going crazy, then awesome. But a lot of people need to realize that they suck at some things. I know I do. I know the first thing that I did when I was hiring employees, other than production, of course, was the clerical side of things because I hate it. I suck at it. Like making sure the invoices are, are where they, what they need to be, following up on collections, and doing just general clerical stuff drives me crazy. Why should I sit around at what I make per hour, what you make per hour, and stuff envelopes, right? If you have all those hats and you have to do everything, there's just only so much of you. So if I do that, then I'm not going to be out there selling work, which is more valuable at certain times, I feel. So you have to find somebody to do the work that you suck at. Clerical is mine. Um, I don't know what it is for you. Maybe it's taxes. If it is, hire an accountant, right? Taxes are one of the scariest things for any business owner because there's new codes, there's new laws, there's new this, there's new that. You know, it's great to have a software like uh, uh, QuickBooks, right? QuickBooks, I love QuickBooks. It's a great program. The thing with QuickBooks is that you um, you don't have the tax advice that you really need from an accountant. But the program helps you take one less hat. It's, it lets you take one thing off. And if you're bad at handwriting, it doesn't even look professional, invoices, get QuickBooks. That's a software program. Another one's follow-ups, right? Bidding in general. There's programs for that. We just talked last week to the most amazing guy, Kurt Kempton. If you haven't watched it, watch it. He's super, super awesome. But he owns a company called Responsibit. Uh, yes, we have a code. Let me know if you want the code for Responsibit. But that kind of company is automated follow-ups. It is uh, scheduling with uh, CrewCal. It is bidding with Responsibit itself. It is booking jobs. It's all that extra stuff that's one less hat. Take it off, pass it along to somebody else. It's just, you have to do that. Um, software in general, there's a lot of programs out there that I don't even know about. You know, that not that I know everything. Maybe you don't know about it. Maybe it's just not come into you. There's scheduling software and everything under the sun out there to try to help you. Now, the stuff costs money, I get that, but it takes one less hat off of you. And man, does your shoulder and back feel so much better when you can take a little bit of a load off of you. Um, I also really, really suck at SEO. And let me rephrase that. I don't suck at SEO. I am very inefficient at SEO. It takes me a long time. That's a winter thing for me. That is... That is a sit down, right? 
searching and, and posting my uh, information, getting everything out there, right? It's just a lengthy process and it takes up a ton of my time. A ton of my time I feel like it could be spent somewhere else. And it's a hat I have to wear. And it's a hat you have to wear, right? I went with a company, uh, not to throw a plug in there, but uh, that 462 Web Concepts, from Chris Cartwright. Everybody knows Chris. Chris is a good dude. Uh, Nadine is amazing, right? They're good people. But they are amazing at SEO. Amazing. That was one less hat, a heavy hat by that, that I got off of my shoulders when I went with a company like that who focuses on your SEO so you don't have to. I suck at managing my SEO. If you don't stay on top of it, you are going to fall from the top. It is the most unstable platform you could ever be on is SEO, right? It is always shaking. It could be Tuesday and you're on top and it could be Thursday and you're at the bottom. It just moves so much. There's so much going on. You need to have somebody who's always active. Take off the hat. Hand it to someone else who's good at it, loves what they do, and you don't have to, right? 462, that's that's who I went through. Went through. Chris is a good dude. I know they were stopped for a while, but look into that. Uh, if you if you do want, um, but that's what I went with. Um, say you are not good at um, SC, or, uh, uh, the marketing side of things in general, right? Pick up a book. You don't have to hire somebody to relieve that stress of that hat. You can get an automated something. And we did direct mail. I built out an entire uh, calendar of when things were going out, and my clerical person. Organized everything, got it all ready when time was coming, and got it out. I didn't even have to do it. I almost made an automation with my mail. Same thing with a, you know, Send Gym, one of those programs where you can just do radius bombs, right? Make it simpler and it makes the hat smaller. If you can't give it to somebody else and you don't have the funds to hire somebody else to do it, that's pretty much what you have to do. But let's talk for a second. Somebody like uh, the CEO of Coca-Cola, right? A uh, guy's name's James Quincy. Now, I did a little research on this guy um, because I'm not that super familiar with Coca-Cola and their kind of backside of things. But but he is the CEO of Coca-Cola. Now, Coca-Cola is a big company. I don't know if you've heard of them, maybe. Yeah. Well, they're a huge company, right? But the CEO of that company has never made soda. He's never cleaned the floors there. He's never been in the HR department. You know, he's never done most of the things in that company. Now, you as a business owner, you are going to do that stuff because it's your baby. We want to be there for every step of our baby. But going back to James, he's the CEO because he's good at something. He's good at running a business. He's not good at making soda. So what happens is you get a master brewer for the soda, right? You get a, a, a head of HR, somebody who's amazing at hiring and firing and, and everything that goes along with HR. You find somebody to do that, and now you've surrounded yourself with smart people who are good at things that you're not good at. It's just a simple concept, I know. It's very hard for people to kind of let go and get somebody. 
And I was just talking to a uh, client, if you will, of mine, uh, a good friend customer, and uh, they were talking about hiring in office staff and what it felt like to give someone access to their QuickBooks. Now, it's been a while since I had to do that, so I forgot, but as he's talking, my brain is going back to that, and it's daunting. You hire, you, you're hiring somebody for this, but you hand them the code to everything that you hold dear, right? All your income, your uh, uh, accounts payable, your customer list, everything. It's terrifying. It's terrifying, but it's something that you need to do to get that off of your shoulders. It's a huge thing to do. And we always talk about saturation in business. And let me go over that concept real quick. So saturation in business is you can make a certain dollar amount, and that's different for how efficient you're running your business, what markets you're in, blah, blah, blah. But there's a certain point with the exact staff you have. And again, I'm talking to the people with staff, but this could be uh, single sole proprietors, right? If it's just you or it's you and three people, okay? If you have a certain point that with those trucks, those resources, those people, that amount of time, you can do X amount, right? Three people at 40 hours a week with the trucks they have and the equipment they need, you are at saturation. You'll have to hire another person after that to go to the next level, right? And that's great. But when you hire, say, a fourth. Now, this number is different for everybody, so I'm just using this for kind of hypotheticals. But when you go to the fourth person, now all of a sudden, you really need somebody to manage your staff. And you're getting so big that now you need to hire in an office person. And you need to get more insurance, or you need to get more equipment. You need to have another truck with another plate, with another insurance, with another uh, cap or, or boxes or whatever you have, plus another gas bill, right? All those costs go up to the next level. So once you hit saturation, it's up to you to decide on if you want to go to the next step. And a lot of guys and gals, they'll say they really like where they're at right now. And there is a point in business where you get to making so much money for such little effort it's flowing in. And your profits are high. And your costs are as low as they can be where you are. That is business saturation. Now, I was talking with another guy that I know, and he says, hey, you know what? I really want to increase my pay by uh, $25,000. I want to increase my pay. I said, okay, that's that's great. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, I'll probably have to make another, you know, $50,000 or something, but, you know, that's, that's, that's what you're thinking? Because right where you're at, you're going to need to hire another tech, okay, who's taking part of that money. You're now going to have another truck and all the costs that are associated with that person. And now this particular person was to the point where he was already complaining about not having the office staff in time and he was losing things and, and uh, he just wasn't able to keep everything together. I said, now you're hiring another person. You're increasing your business. You're having more on the schedule. Now you need to hire an office person. You need to get a um, calendar program that uh, runs and, and will effectively schedule everything that's a lot of costs oh yeah i didn't think of that we ended up equating everything and for him to make an extra twenty-five thousand dollars profit pay so what he makes not just profit he was looking 
at having to bring in another hundred and fifty to hundred eighty thousand dollars to make that. So that is where your point in your brain is where business saturation comes from. And if you are available uh, or able to get other people in and still stay in your saturation, then do it. It alleviates so much stress off of you to surround yourself with people that are great at things you're not good at. And back to that same kind of point of wearing hats is there is stress that comes with owning a business. There always will be. And a good entrepreneur is always going to um, always going to be able to withstand more than a bad business owner. And we all get burnt out. And we're going to do an episode on burnout, I promise you. But we all get burnt out. We all get to that saturation point in ourselves. And it's all the pressures from those hats that are pushing down on you, right? It really, really is. So if you can alleviate some of the things you have to do, it alleviates some of the stress. It makes you happier to go to work. It makes you like what you're doing and it stops burnout from happening so darn quickly. It's like cooks. So everybody's seen a restaurant that has gone under, right? What happens is the cooks get together and they buy the business. Now that's all fine and dandy, right? But you want to know what they suck at? And this is not every time, obviously. I can't tell you what every single time ever is or what has happened. But what happens is those cooks are great at making the food. They know the food in and out. They know the recipes in and out. They know what they're known for. They know that. But what they don't know is business. Now, for the most part, a lot of times they are not business savvy, right? Oh, well, we'll figure that part out, but we know how to cook. If you don't have the business side of things, you're, you need to surround yourself. If some cooks got together and said, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to hire a general manager that knows what business is and running a restaurant is, and he's going to run it. We're going to own it. We're going to keep cooking and we're going to keep making this food. And they're not trying to be good at something that they suck at. That would succeed all the time. If you can have somebody who's good at something, it will succeed. And in business, it's the same thing. We're all a little bit arrogant because that's one of our traits and that we can do everything when we can't. So surrounding yourself with people who know what the heck is going on is always beneficial. Another really big thing with getting somebody else in is having another brain. Now, a lot of guys and gals out there are lucky enough to have a person that is a partner, a spouse, or somebody who you can bounce off ideas, right? If you have two of you, you're making half the money if you're splitting, right? But it's two ideas. The growth can happen a little bit better because your blinders are different for each person. Now, having somebody in that's good at something, even if it's not really running you know, a, a business or anything like that, even if it's clerical, those people are really good at what they are. And you can utilize your staff to help you understand areas that they're good at. Like I said, I'm awful at clerical. I hate direct mail. I hate all of that stuff. Doing it myself. It's essential. But I don't want to do it. I don't want to do the collection side of things. I don't want to do uh, the invoicing. I don't want to do any of that. But 
I can tell you what, one of the most valuable people in my company is, uh, we call her the office goddess, right? She is one of the most valuable players I have. And because of the ideas that she brings and the stuff I hate and I don't even want to think about has changed our business. It's not just taking the hat off my head. It's letting me know the better way to run a collection, right? The better way to collect from people. How do we change that? How do I not have to pay somebody to collect money that we should have gotten right away, right? If you have to have collections for somebody, you've paid more money on that client than if they would have just paid you the right time because now somebody has got to call them. Even if it takes two minutes to find it, verify it, call, two minutes. You just paid more money. You just lost money per hour on that job because you had to collect. So what can we do to get around that? Somebody like our office goddess brings up the points I would have never seen. Never in a million years. Because that's what she loves to do. That's what she likes to do. Now, if you have an accountant, they are the ones who love that number crunching, being counting all that stuff that drives people crazy. They're the ones that can come up with a better idea. What should you buy at the end of the year? Right? How many pure water systems should you buy from me to make uh, your profits better and make more money at the end of the year? Right? Deductions are huge for companies. It's a huge write-off and getting down under tax brackets and things like that is all super beneficial. And I don't know jack about any of it. I just don't. And I imagine you probably don't either. So getting somebody around there, now you can pick their brain and they're not just taking the hat off of you, but they're taking brain power off of you also. Same thing with uh, Cartwright, right? 462, they come up with the ideas of things and networks in these groups that I don't have to. And they implement them. And they make my business amazing. And I don't have to do anything but chip them a little bit of money to make it happen. You know, it's it's just a very, very beneficial thing. You have to realize what you suck at. If you're great at cleaning windows, but you suck at running a business, that's the big one. If, if that happens to you, it's up to you to learn the business side of things because most of us cannot uh, hire a CEO of our window cleaning or pressure washing company like Coca-Cola can. It'd be really nice if you weren't good at business, right? But most of us got into business either because we dug at what we were doing or because we like businesses. I personally like business. I have had different businesses when I was a kid. I mean, I was that kid that always had a bike store and a candy shop and like, you know, different things like that. So I always liked business. It didn't matter what I was doing to get into it. But it's up to you then to kind of build yourself up. But alleviating your hats will take away stress from you. It's just a fact. Just a fact. So do it. Spread it out. And thank you for watching The Nation. WCR Nation uh, appreciates you being part of The Nation. And I hope... The show helps you be epic, and I hope it even gives you some time to think or shine some light. But do me a favor, share the show, comment down below. If you're watching this on YouTube, put a comment down below. I want to hear from you. Don't even, don't just kiss my butt. Tell me what's going on. Where are you from? How long have you been in business? All that fun stuff. Because when you are doing what we do, sometimes there are haters. And we try very hard to get around those, but you're always going to have them. 
and uh, it's always nice to hear positive things. But like I said, I am a sales rep for Window Cleaning Resource, so definitely call me. A lot of people take me up. I get text messages. Every show comes out, I get a dozen to two dozen text messages from people just saying, awesome show, thanks a lot, learned a lot. And that is huge. That makes me feel so good to hear that. So definitely shoot me a message. Text me, 862-312-2026. Let me know what it is I can do for you. And fall is coming up, so hopefully if you have some supplies you need ordered, call me, man. That's what I do. That's how I make my money. Very much appreciated, and I have great news to throw on the end of this one. Also, if you have been following the Diego story, Diego Garcia fell from a roof. Um, it was in, he was in a coma for almost two months. It was very very bad. Uh, I've been talking to him uh, almost daily now. What's up, my brother? If you're watching, uh, he's doing awesome, and uh, there's been a ton of support for him. So uh, be safe out there, everybody, and. Uh, Hopefully, we will see you next week. Thanks for being part of the nation, and be epic.